Pakistan. Experience the movie event critics are calling better than the Avengers. Looks like you're giving the orders now, Ken. Damn right. Captain America, the Winter Soldier is thrilling. Action-packed. I'm flattered. It's the most fun you'll have at the movies this year. Oh, that's how it is? Oh, that's how it is. Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Rated PG-13, now playing. All right, hello everyone. This is Rico, and you are listening to Trex and Sci-Fi. Obviously, if you, if you don't know that, uh, well, you should. <laughs> you the, you're the ones that downloaded it, or are streaming it, or whatever you're doing. However you're listening to it. And I'm Rico, your host, and uh, I also have a guest with me today on Skype. I think the first time we've ever done a, a show, just the two of us together. I have Brian, Brian Dunn from from Arizona. Hold me. It's the first time... <laughs> After all yeah, of these how... years that you and I have done a show, I've been on, I've done guest cast with Chris, um, covering Doom. Yeah, you, co- you host shows. with those other guys like Moyer know, and, and Chris and all, you know, but me, ha, ha. And I would listen to you and Chris have done some really fun shows recently about the Marvel Universe, and I would just sit there, and I'm just so jealous. It's just eating, it's eating me up. I'm like, <laughs> why does Clemente get to hang out with Rico and I don't? You so, yell out, you yell to the, you yell to the sky like Khan. You say Clemente, yes. <laughs> Clemente. So no, it's I'm really excited to to be here with you today and uh, oh, to be able to talk uh, about. It's uh, great, and yeah, I I, I just it, it it always shocks me after all these years of, of doing the podcast and the show of like, you know, doing something sort of like unique or for the first time. I mean, like like you said, you know, you've done the show. We've been on you know together. I think on some Skype chats about about mm-hmm. different things together, but but not just, and I think a couple of guests, or there were times where I think it was you and me and maybe one or two other people, stuff like that, but... Uh, Never solo. Yeah, but just just the two of us, yeah. So, just hey, uh, we're I, just going to talk and, and here, go, folks. Uh, we don't really care. It's just Brian and I are going to chat about <laughs> props. and we, uh, we have a lot of catching up to do. I mean, I've been listening to this podcast and been on the forum as, you know, I'm, it's me and Kenny, I think, are the longest living members that are still uh, Longest living out. members. Oh, that's a good, yeah. Well, well. also, the other thing is that comes up now and then is that we, we kind of semi-knew each other a little bit from the good old uh, replica prop replica forum, prop. Yeah. you know, Absolutely. that we both were, uh, you know, or, or still are, are are uh, members of you know because we have such a love for props and and stuff for movies and tv you know all the little all the little things that go to make a show look you know the way it does or a movie you know so uh yep and these days you know it's it's that stuff is uh i I don't i I don't get on the prop form i actually went on there yesterday though oh my gosh i uh i am so tempted brian (laughs) there's Uh, like and carbonite well, the Han and Carbonite from Sideshow coming is yeah that that that's tempting and it's going to be ridiculously priced. By the way, um, for anyone that's interested, uh, this Thursday coming up, Sideshow Toys is yeah a life size with electronics. Han and Carbonite is going to be going up for pre order, which I don't know. What do you think, Brian? Five thousand? Ten thousand? Um, well, what do you, what I, do you well, think? What was who did the who did one a couple year, number of years ago? Elusive Concepts. No, yeah, Elusive Concepts that. did did one, it? and it, it was like four grand. No, I don't think it was four, and it was a static no. prop. It didn't have any electronics or lighting. Okay. I think I think maybe when it was first out, I think it was in the twenty five hundred three. I don't think it was even up to five. It really wasn't okay. that bad, and I was tempted at the time, but. Um, but yeah, oh, I should probably say too. Today is April the sixth, and this will be podcast four eighty two. And our main subject we're going to talk about is Star Wars: The Clone Wars. 
But before then, we're going to talk about other stuff like Han and Carbonite. Yeah. <laughs> and ex expensive collectibles. Expensive collectibles. They're more and more expensive. Now, the thing that tempted me yesterday after I got back from, and I'm going to briefly spoiler free talk a little bit about the Captain America movie, but I got back and I hopped in the prop forum because I'm like, man, I'd love to have a cap shield just hanging on the wall, you know? Yeah. And, and there's a, there's one of the members on there has done a really nice one. It's, 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 of course, you know, we, you know, on the prop forum, you've got, people a lot of people doing their own work you know and doing mm -hmm. runs of items and things yep. when you can't find it anywhere else and i and i i don't feel that that you know that we can get into the whole legalities but i mean they're we're basically paying for their time and and their art artistry you know it, it's not stealing any to me any money from these movie companies i more than support them i know you do too of, of yeah you know, and they so, don't make it somebody make comes out with a they did a, a while back. There was a shield, a cap shield, an official, an official License. one. I actually had one. I, I kicked myself. I, I I need to stop doing this. But I was in a comic shop, probably more than five years ago at least. I think they did a Thor hammer. I can't remember the company. Factory X, maybe, maybe. Okay. I think it's Factory X. But uh, yeah, they did an official cap shield, and I had the guy in the comic store. He had one. He brought it out for me. We opened the box. Even I'm looking at it, and I didn't buy it. And I'm like, and it was a nice piece. They did a good job with it. Uh, but um, I don't know what it cost. I think it was in the four or five hundred range, something like that. But this guy in the prop forum has got a nice one with a, you know, nice leather straps to hold it if you want to do that. Yeah. And it's it's a really nice nice job, but. Uh, but yeah, you get these movies, and and uh, I will just say without you know a couple sentences about the Cap movie, it was it was really good. It was it was really really good. I mean, I I, I just have to hand it to these guys of doing these solid, really solid movies that are they're both actiony and fun to watch. But there's you know story there, there's character stuff there. They they really do a good job of putting that all together. It's not just a dumb action movie or anything like that. You know, I'm there's excited, some good I'm acting, and uh, it, it's, yeah. yeah. That you, I mean, both you and Chris, um, gosh, even even Tim, I think, um, he liked it. That, you know, I enjoyed, No, I, really? No. Yeah, Come yeah, on. Yeah, so he he I, doesn't I, like I, anything. No. I'm <laughs> sorry, saw, Tim. All right. I, I saw the first one, and, and, and I thought it was fun. You know, you, you know I'm, not a, I'm not a huge superhero um, fan. Not a, I guess I'm not a fan, but I, I, I didn't read the comics as a kid, so I'm not yeah. as invested in it yeah. as, as, as you and guys And I wasn't are, really but... ever a big Cap fan, by the way. I, I'm not. It's not like I'm. Not, I, I don't like him. It's just he wasn't one of the the regular comics that I've read over the years. Right. I know yeah, him no, mostly I... from the Avengers, is where I know him. So. I'm, I'm, and now listening to what you guys have been, all been saying and a couple of other friends of mine online, I'm like, oh, now I act, I'm actually interested in maybe trying to go and see it because it does sound like a lot of fun. Yeah, it is a lot of fun. I mean, they, there's a lot of uh, others in it too, but it's still a cap movie. It's not like uh, they, you know, he gets second stage or anything like that. You know, obviously from the previews, I'm not giving anything away, but you got Falcon in there, this new buddy of his. You have uh, Black Widow uh, back, uh, you know, she was obviously in Avengers and uh, Iron Man and stuff. So so they're both in it, but it's still, you know, his movie, he's in charge, that kind of stuff. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's really good. A lot of fun. And, uh, and they, they don't, the other thing that's cool about it is, 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 is it's, it, they, there are some things that happen in it that really kind of shake things up. It's, mm -hmm. it's not a movie that, you know, oh yeah, we had a movie and then everything go, kind of goes back to. The way it was and uh you know it's and they have some really slick ways of doing some things like there are some slick ways of explaining to the audience what cap's all about even if you've not seen any of the other movies 
you you get a little bit of that without being thrown over, you know, slammed over the head with it or anything like that. There, uh, there's a tricky way, and I'm not going to give it away, but there's a couple little ways they do it in the movie that I think are really cool. So, uh, um, but uh, yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. Re- really good movie, and I think it's going to do well, and it seems to be doing well already. And uh, I think the uh, yeah, Marvel is just on a roll. So yeah, they are. They are between this, between the new Avengers stuff coming out, between their planned live action um, series that they're going to be bringing to Netflix over the couple next couple of years. It's uh, it's a it's a it's a heyday for Marvel. Like oh yeah, and, and for me, I know you said you you know you've never really read this stuff, but you know I grew up and I still read comics, and you know it's it's just uh, to me it's just the glory days of you know me seeing these comics, and there's X Men coming, a new one yep. in uh, May, and Spidey is back, and. This Guardians of the Galaxy, which is a real fun comic. I hope that really Yeah, and, and by the way, you know, well. I, gotta, I have to say, you know, I having no idea what that was all about and seeing some <laughs> of the initial images, I'm like, what the hell is this? A talking tree and a raccoon? And I'm like, but then I, that trailer came out and I said, oh, this looks like great fun. This really, I mean, it's that very, made me really interested in it. You know, it, 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 um, if they do it right and it looks like, you know, I don't have any, have any doubt that these guys know what they're doing now and are, are going to do it kind of right. It, it's very kind of swashbuckly Star Wars kind of, you know, the Star Lord character, that main guy in the trailer. He's he's very mm-hmm. much a Han Solo kind of character. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you've got these other aliens with him and stuff. It, yeah, it's um, I think I think if if the audience accepts it and, and gets into it, it could do well. You know, when I think about it, you know, when you go back and think about star wars in a way i mean that was a complete you know shot in the dark if the audience didn't really embrace it and accept it it could have just completely be forgotten bombed whatever you know you 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 know you followed it long enough as much as i and there were all these naysayers about it you know everybody basically saying to george lucas like that nobody can say these lines this is all ridiculous it's like But it was a throwback, and, and the, it was at the right time in in, in history, I think, for a, a fun movie like that. So I'm hoping, you know, I don't think Guardians of the Galaxy can be anything like Star Wars, but I, I, I think there are some fun things in it that I think if the audience can, you know, we've gotten to sort of a cynical age sometimes, and I, I, I think people just have to sit back and kind of, you know, have some fun and, and relax. But there's story there, too. Again, these are interesting characters, so that's, that's the trick, and that's the good thing about comics is they yeah. – they really are um, – they're much deeper and there's more to them than uh, most people – a lot of people really realize. I mean, they, some yeah. of them have been around for decades. And, gosh, you know, you, you, there's a lot of story there more than most TV series, you know, or, or movies or anything. You know, they have lots of time to explore the characters. So. I'm really excited for Godzilla too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Godzilla. That looks really good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is uh, – we saw a trailer for that, uh, the one they've been playing, the more, most recent, I guess, one. Uh-huh. Or one of them. There's a few different ones floating, but uh, there was one they played before Cap yesterday, and uh, man, on the big screen, Ugh, you know. I, and I think they're just again. I I think I I, I kind of do marketing a little bit now as as my job partially, and along with three or four other little aspects to it. But I think they're doing a good job with this movie, and and I know you know about that stuff too. But you know, it's not like they're trying to keep Godzilla a complete secret of what mm-hmm. he looks like, but right. they're not showing you like. Everything. everything i don't Just feel like teases. we're seeing i don't feel like we've seen the whole movie by any means but they're giving you yep. enough of a feel of it so uh yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. I think I think it's been a great campaign and uh, giving you just enough, but uh, leaving enough so that you, when you go to the theater, you're really going to be surprised. And uh, yeah, it, lo- it looks it looks terrific. It looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. So I yeah, can't wait. yeah, I think so. And I, I think finally they're basically doing Godzilla like 
you know, this is a force of nature that's just going to, mm-hmm. you know, just obliterate things. Not just this little Godzilla, you know, who's a little taller than a building yeah. <laughs> and, and who can knock a few things down. But and, they, you know, they shoot things at him and, he, and it knocks him down, you know, with with whatever little tiny missile they poke at him or whatever. This yeah. guy is he's 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 the big mama. So, uh, <laughs> but um, but yeah, well, let's. Uh, so I talked a little bit about Cap. There's a few yeah, a few little things we wanted to cover first. A little news, a little a little bit of stuff. Uh, I, I want to put a plug out uh, before I forget about it. Uh, one of the one of the sites that I use a lot for Star Trek and and photos for the Trek Daily pick that I put up and other information is really a good site. It's called Trek Core dot com t-r-e-k-c-o-r-e.com and they are doing another um i think the last time they did this was a couple of years ago they're doing another fundraising campaign to you know support you know there's a lot of bandwidth for all the images and everything and they do audio and video there and they have a lot of really really good content for star trek fans so i just wanted to put a little plug out there if anyone likes that site or, or doesn't even know about it check it out maybe you know shoot them a little paypal money if you can but uh it's a great place, so uh, I wanted to make yeah. sure I got that out. Um, they've nice. uh, they've really done well, you know. They've got screen captures from all the like Blu-ray discs as they come out, which are great to have. You know, put them up on your computer as a wallpaper or whatever. So they do a good job with that. So um, I wanted to mention that at least uh, before we got into the into the podcast too deep. And, yeah, well, and I know you wanted to talk a little bit about uh, a new Trek book, right, Brian? Yeah. While while we're talking about Trek, I just wanted to to. Just to say that I, I just finished recently reading the new Cushman um, book, um, These Are the Voyages, uh, Volume 1, which uh, chronicles the behind-the-scenes of the first season of Star Trek um, from the initial development and pitches Gene Roddenberry made to the various studios to get it produced to Desilu and Lucille Ball taking on uh, on the project and uh, helping it get, get off the ground. The early read, days, I, the, uh, yeah, the you know, yeah, how it, hard it was really to get it off the ground, yeah. Yeah, and it's, 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 a, it's a great read. It's a, it's a pretty big book, and um, I, don't, I don't even know if it comes in a ebook format, but uh, I just know, got I the heart. You know, I think it may be now. I think I saw that. I'll, 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 I'll put up links. I'll, I'll double-check when I do the podcast okay. notes, but I think possibly they did finally do that with the, the first one, yeah. Yeah, it's and it, it, it's a terrific read for TOS fans who want to learn a lot more about what uh, how what was going on behind the scenes. I've learned so much about not only how the episodes came came to being, but really what who was responsible for the success of Star Trek. And it, the one thing that keeps jumping out at me is how instrumental, obviously, Gene Roddenberry was to its success and also to its failure. In that he he just he was a very mercurial kind of guy, and he just he his inability to work with the studios ended up being Star Trek's ultimate undoing um, as far as ne- its initial network run. Yeah, I mean, is, he was kind of it's un- an interesting, uncompromising it's an interesting a little. It's about yeah. Gene Kuhn and the other guys who yeah. really contributed so much that maybe other people you don't know about. So it's a great book for TOS fans. I just got volume two, which is chronically now the second season in a similar sort of format. Um, highly recommended, really good stuff, and uh, a, a, a must for any really really you know old time TOS fan who wants to to know more about how uh, how their favorite show came into existence really yeah and it's it, what's really interesting to me about that and I've I haven't read it completely yet but I I've done some uh and I, I I'm trying to use it now as a reference as I go through the episodes but uh the you know there's so much 
you know, just to do one episode of how many people kind of are involved in it, little things that yeah. get twisted and changed, the scripts that get redone. And the, it, the it, time it, constraints. I mean, oh, yeah, they were the, under the, the gun. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing how quickly they have to turn this stuff around. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, it, it, it's, uh, you know, just it, it, it's really interesting to, of, like you said, the key people and how many, you know, were involved at different times in different episodes mm-hmm. and, and just it's a very complicated uh, process in, in a way. And I, I, I think it's it. it Probably these days for television, it's probably even even worse. Or, yeah, I, I'm, I mean know. that. It's amazing. It's amazing that the show's got done. I'm just like, yeah, oh my, they're they're constantly scrambling, and it's it's remarkable. It really is. Yeah, really, it really is. And I, I, yeah, like you said, if you really want to get into, not only uh, you know, it's a great piece of like historical information, and and it's a great reference to what happened during these things but you know mm-hmm. it really gives you an idea of what it, what it took to make a tv show back in that day and and probably a lot of those things are similar to this day but but it's still uh yeah it's really really interesting uh and uh i'm just impressed by all the all the combing through you know whatever letters research old memos and all that stuff that this guy had to do to, to put it all together an incredibly well researched yeah and i'm hoping I mean, to uh, never, i told you earlier Hoping yeah, to get the, get him on on uh, a podcast and interview him. We 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 talked a little bit over email, and I'm trying to pick a date, and I'm I'm kind of holding until I get the second volume, so I can at least flip through that a little bit. And we can talk a bit about both. So so maybe sometime, maybe in about a month or so, I'm hoping to get him on and and have an interview with Mark and and talk to him about his books. Yeah, that'd be great. I mean, incredible incredible research. I I don't even know how he got his hands on some of this stuff, but without a doubt, I don't think anyone's ever vetted this as much as he has this has been it's yeah really... it's kind of like what uh what's his name uh why am i blanking rinsler yeah rinsler. it's rinsler i knew you were going to say that all i had to do was kind of <laughs> like yeah it was like rinsler did with with the, the star wars the you know the original and Indiana jones and raiders yep. yes and indy too right uh where he he was just you know they kind of took him to unlock the door to the archives and said okay well you want to do some research there it is good luck and uh yep. <laughs> we'll see you in about five years or yeah. whatever, <laughs> you know, but, uh, I mean, it's, it's just, uh, yeah, I think, uh, the, I, I'm very impressed, but, uh, you know, of being able for people to go through all that stuff and make sort of an interesting story, not, not making up stuff, but in order, you got to put it, put it all together. You yeah. know, you got, you got to, you got to, it's, it's more than just looking through and like oh day one of star trek and just copying <laughs> what somebody wrote down it's not like right. that so uh you know you look yeah. at a memo you look at a date on a memo you try to piece it together you know and there's very few people really that that um that were there that he can still talk to that are they're around not, not alive yeah you know so uh yeah good stuff so um with that i i think let, let's uh i'm gonna take a let's take a short pause here i'm gonna pause in the recording and let's get into what, what Brian and I are going to do is we're going to go through the the Clone Wars, um, the yes, the animated Star Wars series, not the early one by what Gary Tartowski or however you say that guy's Tart- name, yeah, Tartakovsky, Tartaka- yeah. something like that, with the real short episodes. We're just going to go through the the six now six total seasons of of the animated Star Wars, the Clone Wars series. We'll briefly touch on a little bit on each of the five. Uh, seasons, the one through five seasons, which were the main ones that aired on on television, and then we're also going to talk uh, most of the show, the rest of the show, about season six, which just about a month ago or so, I guess maybe uh, almost a month and a half, I think mid February or so, 
popped up uh, on Netflix, uh, which is where they aired this last uh, season six, The Lost Missions for the Clone Wars. So I'm going to take a little pause here. We'll play um, during this, probably going to play a trailer to season one, and we'll come back and get us started on on the Clone Wars. So stay tuned. war, a danger there is, of losing who we are. The ongoing stalemate in the war has become unacceptable. The Separatist fleet commanded by General Grievous is headed your way. Goodbye, Jedi! Rush not into fights. Long is the war. Only by surviving it will you prevail. You wanted excitement. Let the Republic go. Skywalker is leading the mission. Do not underestimate him. There he goes again, craving adventure and excitement. You get used to it. Give it everything you've got! Subtlety has never been one of your strong points. All part of the plan, Master. You can't defeat us all. Of course I can. Get those fighters off of us. Your fancy flying is making it difficult. Hang in there. Twice the trouble they have become. Weapons do not win battles. Your mind, powerful it is. Now you fall, as all Jedi must. Let my stars. We need you, Anakin. That was impressive. Cartoon Network is proud to present Star Wars The Clone Wars. With a new adventure every week, their galaxy isn't far, far away anymore. This fall, the Force will be with you. That's my master. Okay, we're back. That's all we're the plot. That's all the. That's all we need to play that little trailer and, and get us into this. So, uh, briefly, uh, season one, the Clone Wars, uh, aired from October. I got it up here on my other computer. October third, two thousand and eight, to March twenty second, two thousand and nine, was twenty two episodes. And this, I don't know. What what did you think about season one, Brian? I mean, they kind of. It was kind of a mix, a mix of episodes for the the first season, right? They, yeah, they, yeah. I, I think I think you know probably we should mention the the initial theatrical release, which was um, three true. episodes that were sort of strung together. That right. you know was had had a kind of a middling response from fans and and moviegoers. I, I think I think any criticism of that is a little unfair, and that those you know that that wasn't meant to be a movie. It was simply three episodes that they just they put together, and I think. Uh, you know, I think to say that that it was a failure was is maybe maybe a little too harsh. I mean, I think the show, um, the first season, had some good episodes, had some sort of not so good episodes, but uh, you, you had a lot of grievous like in it. There was a lot There's of a lot of grievous. A lot of, yeah. mm-hmm. a lot of grievous. There was there was uh, Dooku a little bit. The Gungans were there. I'm flipping through. I've got a little episode guide listed here. 
the Yoda episode was terrific. That one Yo- episode with Yoda and the clones. Um, oh yeah, right, right. Uh, that was really good. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, that, you I, know that 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 gave us, and I think that you know they initially Clone Wars was sold as you know the Band of Brothers version of Star Wars, and I think that that episode, but but a lot of it initially in that first season was a lot about Ahsoka and her relationship with Anakin and the, mm-hmm. and how they were sort of bickering and uh, and as you said, Grievous, Grievous and and his you know his, his warships and fighting him but i think that that one episode with yoda and the clones began to flesh out what a theme that would carry out through the, the, the rest of the series which is who are the clones and how should we feel about them as individuals or right. as tools um, are they resources are they people and well, they became much more individuals you know for mm-hmm. most of the movies uh, you know they they're just in their armor they never even really take off their helmets you know, so so they're just this mindless. They're basically drones. They're they're not much different than the droid army is, right. really, in a way. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't really, but they all end of these nicknames. They they there are certain ones that you get to know from episode to episode. You know that work a lot with Anakin and Ahsoka, and right. and like you said, I think that it's it's it certainly is trying to give uh, you know, hey, this is what war is. These guys are are. You know, even though they're clones, they're they're people too. So yeah, did season one end with the with the, the episode about the when they they were recruits fives and all of them were young cadets and still in training, or was that season two? I'm looking for the episode. The, the last episode is hostage hostage huh. crisis that I'm reading oh, here, okay. which deals with um, uh, let's see, Bonnie Hunter, Cad Bane, uh, Ooh, another Aura, great. Aura Singh. Is there... Cad Bane was terrific. I, yeah. I love the introduction of Cad Bane. I thought Aura Singh was 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 fun. Um, Ventress, I think Asajj Ventress was a real yeah, standout. Yeah, she's she's uh, she's a, I like her a lot just because she's just so different, really. Then, mm-hmm. and, and she kind of she also has that advantage of she kind of goes from the good to the dark, you know, to the. You know, you never really know whose side she's on. She's kind of on her own side a lot of times, and she becomes yeah, kind she, of sympathetic later on she, too. She know? has a real, she has a real character arc throughout throughout the, the series, in, yeah. in regards to that, I mean, yeah. and it, and it's really well done. And I think at the end, you know, you're right. She, although maybe the series had continued, we would have seen more of her. But at, at the end of the day, she she was it was kind of ambivalent as to what was she good or bad, or was she just for, out for herself? And I thought that was a great way to leave her story. I know a lot of people were a little upset that Ahsoka's story kind of ends the way it ends and it seems a bit abrupt. I think obviously that that has more to do with the fact that change of management, you know, dictated that this series needed to to end and I, I'm yeah. glad that Dave Filoni and his crew were able to to craft a final episode where Ahsoka could have some closure and you know, I, I gotta admit, I mean, Ahsoka, when she first was introduced, you know, she was a little, she was a little much to take, but I warmed up to her pretty quick as a character, and I really enjoyed watching her her story and her development. Yeah, I like. And I felt a little, I felt yeah. a little proclaimed when when she walks off in the, in the sunset. I was like, oh, it got a little choked <laughs> up. I kind of, I was like, wow, I really didn't realize how much um, she meant Brian, to me. Brian always is character. channeling his Jewish grandma or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm a little proclaimed. Uh, poor Ahsoka, she's walking off. You know, Anakin's got a little tear in his eye. You know, I, no, no, a little hot bothered. <laughs> yeah, having a pal- the palpitations, but yeah. uh, no, I liked her character a lot. I, I was probably uh, I was I was pretty okay with her even from the get go. The, the, for a couple of reasons, I mean, one, I, I think it was I re- I really enjoyed the 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 fact that they brought in a a female you know 
Jedi for a change, you know, and yeah. I, another. Well, they've done that a little bit, but they've never really fleshed him out very much. They're there kind of in the background. You got Shock T and and the, whoever the blue girl is, whatever her name is, I, for, I forget. One? The one that pretty much gets gunned down so fast in Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> oh, the, the Twilight one. Um, yeah. Uh, Why am I blanking? Oh, no, what's her name? Yeah, right. <laughs> we'll figure it out. She she makes yeah. such an impression, um, but. Uh, but no, I mean, I, I think that it was, it, it, and and I think it, the the interesting part of it to me was the fact that you got this kind of a little bit crazy hothead guy, you know, Anakin, who who's obviously it comes and goes throughout the Clone Wars series. You know, he's he's kind of losing it. You know, he he's, yeah. he's very hard to control his emotions. There's some stuff in in season six with Padme that we'll talk about in a, in a bit, but. You know, he, he, you give this guy some some little young, you know, Padawan to to train. That that's not really a, probably a good idea. I just, yeah, and, and I and I think know. that I think that that. But it also grounded to, him, I think, too, eventually a little bit. I think it made it made him better at times. So, it, and I think I think it speaks well to another underlying theme that the Clone Wars was able to sort of flesh out is how poorly the Jedi are managing themselves and that how how the Jedi order is is sort of failing um, it it's it's its constituents it's it's failing its padawans it's failing its its Jedi yeah. knights i mean they're doing all of these things that are wrong and certainly the the the, the season 6 episodes we're going to talk about really brought that full circle and brought it home and yes. and i think you know i think i think we can safely say that any watching of the clone wars is going to inform your your feelings about the prequel trilogy and really make it, especially the, especially watching episode two and episode three, that it, I think that, I think any Star Wars fan really needs to watch these. And I think, you know, you, Anakin be, gets to be the hero. He, he gets to be the, the person that you can understand people admired. And even though he was a loose cannon, but he does a lot of heroic stuff. And it was great to see him being that character, not the whiny kid, not the lovesick kid, and not the yeah, psychopath a good point. we saw in yeah. episode three. We saw a much more nuanced Anakin. We saw a much more Yeah, you don't see, character. you only see a very, very brief bit of that, I think, at the beginning of, like, Revenge of the Sith. You know, you you, yeah. you you know, with what happens to him after Attack of the Clones, you know, losing the arm, you know, he gets mm-hmm. married to Padme, you know, things aren't looking so great for him. He's been, he's kind of messed up a little bit, but, uh, but there's a little bit at the very beginning, I think, when, you know, he and Obi-Wan go after Dooku. Um, of the these guys have been working together for a while, and that you're right, that ab- absolutely comes out in this, and it's nice to see where he, you know, could shine and not just be this this crazy, you know, guy that's slipping away yeah. to the dark side. But you're right about the Jedi, though; they're just not anything. I think because of them being so, I think it, I, I don't think they being so much on the light side of things. I think they get they're a little um, naive. And I think that they're, bureau- that, they're bureaucrats. They're, yeah, they're, they're, there's that. Yeah. But I, I think they just don't see don't see things in a realistic fashion. A lot of times, mm-hmm. I think that's one of the thing. One of their downfalls is that you know that they they are a little too trusting at times, and and it gets them into trouble. And but yeah, they 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 don't they don't really they're not fully fleshed out enough. I think to really see what's going on. You know, right. around yeah, them. And so another nice thing about the Clone Wars, um, I know, you know, a lot of our friends and, and you and I can probably, you know, take exception to some of the choices that George Lucas made in regards to the prequels. But everyone should keep in mind the Clone Wars was very much influenced by George Lucas as far as the stories that we saw. And mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I think I think it was I think it afforded George an opportunity to actually sort of vet out this tale a little bit more in the way he it was in his head, but he just couldn't do it in the movies. And I think I think he deserves credit for that. And I think that there are a lot of things that that people were were not happy about in regards to the prequels that get revisited in the Clone Wars and kind of get fixed a little bit. One of which one of which is real important is is what is the Force. I think. I think obviously midichlorians really, really, really upset a lot of people, um, and it was not well yeah. explained as to how that's supposed to work. Well, However, it became between, much more. It became much more like you were. I, I, I put it. Ter- I put in terms of like, yeah, biological. I put in terms mm-hmm. of comic book terms where these guys are just mutants. They got this right, little. Yeah. They got this little genetic thing that's in their blood, and it lets them. Hey, it lets them move stuff around with their hands. It lets them influence people's minds. It it lets them do some sort of superhuman type feats, but. Um, but yeah, it's, know, it's all they took all the mystery and the mystical out of it. Yeah, and when you and I were kids in 1977 and went to see that movie in the theaters, that was not what we thought. I mean, the, I thought the Force was something that I could, I it's in it's in the universe and it's something that I could learn to tap into, and anyone can be a Jedi. Well, it was and much think, more of a sort of the you know he threw the religious aspects to a degree in there. It was much more undefined and and pure and 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 just a. You know, some people because they were, you know, they were had the discipline of their minds, and 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 they, you know, mm-hmm. they they just have the ability to sense it and feel it, and and yeah, it wasn't like I don't need to say, oh, there's this little thing in his blood, so he it lets him use the force too, or something. Right, and I think it becomes know, like kind said, of ordinary in a way. It that, does, yeah, it does. It becomes very pedestrian, and I think well, that, you know, that, inject me with some of those midi chlorians, and I'll become a Jedi too. Yeah, <laughs> and I, you know, I think the Clone Wars, I think the series, um, especially in episodes um, like the Mordish trilogy arc, had were really interesting, and I think, and we'll talk about them as far as the season, these season six episodes, really got back to what is the Force, and I think there's been a there's been a change of heart within George's mind, and I think he wanted to leave a stamp on his universe before it's, before JJ and crew take over, and sort of fix that part of it, make the Force a little bit more yeah. mystical, make it a yeah. little bit more. No, and I like that. Know, yeah, I definitely know? like that. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm going to just pause us here for a moment. I'm going to play another uh, one of the season trailers. Uh, it'll be probably either season two or three. I've, I recorded a few of them this morning, but I'm going to slip that in here, and then let's let's bust through a couple of the other highlights of, of some of the other seasons, and then we'll get, mm-hmm. in, get into six. So I think let's do just it. pause here, and we'll be back in a moment. The army has assembled, Count Dooku. Proceed as planned. The Mon Calamari system must not fall into Separatist hands. Prepare for an assault. All troops, battle stations! This is your home! Do not let it fall! Look out! This isn't gonna be easy. We'll disintegrate for sure! Suck it up, shiny. Time to lock and load! I will attack the Naboo! 
Long have Sith empires been built upon the backs of slaves. Anakin has struggled to put his past behind him. I'll keep an eye on him. Yes, make sure you do. Bow down, Jedi filths. Welcome to Death Watch. Okay, we're back, and uh, I'm, I'm just, Brian, I'm just scanning over some of the other, uh, like, season two, season three episodes. One, one of the um, one of the other characters that popped up now and then uh, was, uh, well, there were a couple here I wanted to talk about. We mentioned one already, Cad Bane, because season two, I think, got in the Bounty Hunter kind of arc a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, and I like Cad Bane. I like the fact that, that he was able to kind of stand toe-to-toe, although I think at one point when these were first coming out, I debated that a little bit, or I was getting kind of like, he can't take a Jedi. <laughs> right. You know, but yeah. I, I like, I like, I guess, that, you know, there is someone that can sort of go toe-to-toe with them who, would, who isn't a Force user. And mm-hmm. because he's skilled enough and good enough, he he can kind of handle it to to a point. So, um, and then there's Satine, the uh, you know Obi Wan's little crush, right? Or, yeah. Or, or yeah. whatever girl. An, inter- <laughs> an interesting way. Yeah. An interesting way to to, Mandalore. Maybe to try to try and make. Um, yeah. Well, and then there's obviously the whole issue of the, how Mandalore's culture was changed with the Clone Wars. But I, I was never invested heavily in, in the Karen Travis books. But I think Satine is Satine was an interesting construct insofar as it gave it gave. It gave Obi Wan a little bit more of a of a heart, I guess. I mean, maybe he and maybe he could sympathize a little bit more with what Anakin was going through in regards to his relationship with Padme. Yeah. Assuming we all can agree that by the end of it, he he knew what was going on between them. So I, I think sure it's an hope so. Choice. I mean, I I can't believe no one else really could kind of figure that out. But uh, you yeah. know, or, or at least sort of. I mean, occasionally he would get called on it. You know, they're like Anakin, do not let your feelings, you know, yeah. you know, mess yep. with your mind and blah blah blah. You know. Yeah. So yeah, no, I think I think she was an interesting addition. I I think those that's those the, that whole Mandalore arc um, was featuring her had it had some hits or misses, but I think in general it was it was it was an interesting road to go down. I'm glad they they explored that. Yes, definitely. I, oh, the the blue girl was wasn't that Ali Secura or however you say her oh, name, yeah, Ali Secura, Secu- something Secura, like that. Right. Yeah, whatever. Yes. Um, oh, you just looked it up. <laughs> no, it just popped into my head. I'm flipping through <laughs> episodes, but I, maybe because we're talking Star Wars, I. Uh, I, I, it popped into my head, yep. and the um, let's see, I'm flipping through. Oh, Hondo it looks like we get into season three. Hondo. Yeah, Hondo. Well, we get Hondo into Knight. season three. One of the one of the groups of episodes of, of uh, that happened in in season three a lot, and, and was this whole Night Sister stuff. Ah, yes, mysticism and magic in Star Wars. Yes, and the witches. And how did you how did you feel about that? And just in general, did I you, liked it. You, you, I, yeah. I liked it. I thought that that if there are you know, I always thought of of the Force and you know the Jedi and the Sith being very mystical and and, and mm-hmm. almost magic like that. That it made sense to me that there would be more of that out there. And you know, they're the ones that basically um, 
create uh what, what's his name why man i can't get darth, oh, darth savage press right right I, I knew darth maul of course comes back but uh yeah. savage press right they uh which i they, sometimes these names no he, he's <laughs> savage no he's savage you know it's like really out of all the words in the name i mean it's okay it's okay but it just kind of like it it, it seems like they're intentionally trying to go Oh, aren't we clever or something? Or, or look, kids, you know, I, you know what the main, the name, you know, the word savage means, and obviously yeah. oppress. Maybe they don't know what that is. Well, so we're gonna call this new bad guy Savage Oppress. I'm like, yeah. I, sometimes I think it's fu- it's just funny. I mean, they get other names like Ahsoka, which I thought was right. a really cool name. I liked her name, but mm-hmm. it doesn't have any real you know secondary like it's like yeah. james bond is naming these these characters like yeah you know like he'd yeah. always throw those little one-liners you know in and uh but uh you know what that is that's that's george lucas and this the the flash gordon serial bad guys of you're right of you're right See, it, that's it, all that's all that is and it's not even him trying it's a to very throwbacky it's just, kind of yep he, yeah, he thinks it's funny. He just thinks it's like, I'm going to name this guy Savage Oppressed and make it perfectly clear that he's savage and he's going to oppress you. <laughs> yeah, it, it's very like, you know, what's your name? You know, Ming the Merciless or whatever. Yeah, and it's like, exactly, oh, right. well, obviously you are a bad guy then, right? Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. no. I deliver milk and I have puppies. <laughs> and uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, you know, it's, do you have to knock me over the head? I mean, maybe in 1930 when those serials were, I had to knock people over the head to realize or they had to know clear who were the bad guys were and who the good guys well it's like when chris and i did our our anti-hero podcast you know anti-hero right. where that's the kind of thing people are into these days where you know like you said george lucas who grew up in those serials days and you know he's much more like yep this is a bad guy this is a good guy you know totally. so uh but uh yeah there you know there's a lot of uh the you know the the witch sisters and some wookie stuff in season three Yep. Uh, a lot of Ahsoka. You know, one of the things I think Ahsoka, Ahsoka did a little too much over the series was, for for a different time, she would get into trouble. She was like the lowest yeah. lane to to Anakin. She was like, all right, she gets captured by blah 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 this week, and you know, and Anakin has to go and rescue her. Or she, you know, does something that's not quite right because she's a Padawan. She's a little, you know, she loses her lightsaber, or right. you know, whatever. Little things happened, and you know, right. I like the fact in the later couple of seasons she became much more of a Jedi. You know, she became yeah. much better. That didn't happen very much anymore. So uh, she was pretty much one of the gang and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, the and then we get into you know season four. Gungans show up more. Let's see what else we got here. There's Captain Rex. There there there's an arc of them in there in season five. Uh, Capturing. One of the one of those, I think, season five arcs that was very dark was the one where they were General Krell and the uh, um, when they were oh, on yeah. the that remember with the when they the, the, the so Krell was basically sl- um, sending the clones to slaughter and he had just you know he was kind of a lost Jedi it turns out who was sort of dark sidey ish kind of and they ended up having to kill him and that was very deep stuff and rough stuff kind of for for, yes. for the show. Yeah, it was. It was definitely uh, you know, they were they were definitely getting into showing some things for, you know, a cartoon series on on TV that was uh that was pretty rough, yeah. Yeah, I mean they they're going to execute the clones. I mean it's a, it was it was definitely by far I think the darkest that that, that they got in terms of of content on the on the Clone Wars episodes. Yeah, yeah, I mean uh they they've um, there was a lot of uh 
a lot of stuff like that going on. A lot of stuff with the clones in, in, in season five. Uh, there was, um, let's see what else we got. A lot, a lot of war type episodes. And, and all the Darth Maul stuff was season five, right? All the, uh, yeah, I mean he's in uh he's he's in there. I what did you think? I guess we could well, let's touch on that for a second, I guess, mm-hmm. or two. Um I'm okay, I guess ultimately with it. I find it a little it's pretty convoluted. I mean, you, you cut a you cut, you cut a guy in half. I mean, you cut yeah. a you cut a guy in half. I don't care how good he is with the force. I don't care how tough. I don't care what species. You cut him in half and he went down a shaft. I mean, I it just it's just like Boba Fett. He, he, they created a character that they had, that they figured would just be a tossaway villain for the for episode one. Turns out people love him, and and rightly so. I mean, the guy he was he was interesting. I mean, he was one a great of the things that I think that makes some of these characters like that, like Boba or 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 Darth Maul, interesting is that they leave you wanting more. I, right. I think I think the just the very nature of the fact that here's a guy who came on the scene for doesn't speak a lot of words is on the you know at the end of uh, you know episode one he you know he cuts down Qui Gon he, he nearly kills Obi Wan until Obi Wan gets the upper hand but I mean you know he's on there a flash then he's dead and, yeah. and that's like it's not like this long long relationship and they're going back and forth like a grievous character or even Dooku. I think I think he's almost more appealing because he has that limited time, right. and and then when you make him oh we're, we're going to bring him back and now he's here longer I think he kind of diminished it a little in a, in a way I mean it you was do. okay I, he, he think, it was it was cool to see him go on a you know and with him and uh, Savage you know go on this mm-hmm. this quest to to eliminate Obi Wan you know I like the yeah. it's great to see those fights I mean they are animated great I mean it, it, you know one of the things that I noticed as I watched this. Um, the series year to year is each year it just got just cooler and better looking and you know uh, yeah, you know just i mean their, their techniques got uh, you know I, I look at some of like i i played the trailer to the clone wars movie that you mentioned earlier you know we were talking about and, and i look at the animation style and and uh and man it, they they came a long way in the in the six seasons so yeah i just finished watching rewatching the, the movie and yeah it's it's night and day compared to the, the episodes uh season six stuff I mean, in regards to darth maul yeah i agree with you i think i think though from a creative choice i think they actually did a good job and i thought sam whitworth's performance voice performance for it was terrific and showing maul as a little crazy and trying to find his way back to where he was i think it was mm-hmm. an interesting journey that in retrospect, I'm glad we we were able to go on, and I even though yeah. yes we have we had to allow for for a lot of like well listen you got cut in half but you know okay <laughs> fair enough but I think um, I was yeah. I, I enjoyed that I thought it, I thought it was nice to get that back obviously it changes a little bit the dynamic of when you see Obi Wan in Episode Three thinking that God does he know Darth Maul might still be out there somewhere because we never see Darth Maul die we we the you know Palpatine after he defeats defeats him in in Savage. He keeps Maul alive. So Maul's somewhere running around. <laughs> um, yeah, I so see what you. I see what you're uh, saying. Yeah. Well, you know, there, uh, there's only so much, you know, and we'll, we'll uh, when we talk season six in detail here in a moment or two. They they are constantly over the whole series pushing the envelope as much as they can. How much can they run into Dooku? How much can they run into mm-hmm. Grievous? How much can they run into these characters that show up in in episode three? Right. But you know what I mean? Like, well, okay, no one can really die here, right? We know that or whatever. So, and and 
you know, what can what can they learn about like what the clones are all about, which happens in you know, we we'll talk in about season six, but so they're constantly banging on that door is what I call it, which is like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know <laughs> it's like we really want to talk about this, but we can't too much and we really want to do that, but you really can't too much. So Yeah. So um but the um the last thing I guess season five that we can cover and then we'll get into the to the meat of uh or season six, the is the whole Ahsoka, you know, framed. I think they did it a pretty good, pretty. It was it was pretty well done. I mm-hmm. I, I I think there were. I mean, uh, Anakin was basically kind of pretty much on her side. I think throughout, and and was believing in her. But I I one you were talking about how the Jedi are you know maybe not so good at, at, at seeing things and picking things out and I said it too I I, I think one of my I, I had a little trouble where there everyone was just it, this happens in TV shows all the time in movies it even frankly without giving too much away happens in the cap movie that I just saw but I always find it a little bit hard to swallow when you're working along someone side by side for a while in a TV show or movie and then all of a sudden, Oh, they're standing over a dead body, or something yeah. like that happens, and they go, "Oh, well, gosh, you're bad now, aren't you?" Yeah, and she you gets, kill. It. She you know gets, what I mean? It's like it, everyone immediately goes like they believe that. It's not like all these years and all the character, you know, that you know me, you you know, you know me. I wouldn't do this, and that kind of line gets. And it's like people just seem to change. Like, yeah, they. Oh the gosh, Jedi, I, the I Jedi, you know, <laughs> I obviously you're Council, a bad guy. You know what I'm saying? The, yeah. Yeah. The Jedi council completely throws her under the bus and it's yeah, like, that's exactly, it, it, it's like, really, it seems, it seems completely, it seems very out of character for them considering how much she's done and how much faith uh, they should have. Obviously from, a, and, and you're right. It's a, it's a conceit that films, TV shows will do because they just need to advance the story. And they're like, we're just going to have to make well, it so that. And they like, they love, you know, having what we all know is an audience being a good person or being, you know, they're being framed for something. Right. They, yeah. they know they, they, we all, they, they all seem to think that we love seeing the good guy, you know, being accused wrongly and being on the run, you know, yeah. like that. Uh, what was the Harrison Kimble. Ford roommate? Yeah, remake. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, hey, or even the Hulk TV series. You know, all these, all this is an ongoing. You know, one of the seven main you know themes or stories in TV and movies right. book of basically a wrongly accused person. Um, but the Jedi, the, the trick it's like that the A team, they were wrongly accused. Yeah, well, exactly. It happens. <laughs> it, it, it's 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 such a trope. It's such a, a common thing. But but my one of the things that 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 I have a problem with with this is I I think I sometimes give the Jedi too much credit. I'm like, well, couldn't they kind of like through the Force kind of you know sense you know that you know okay yeah you didn't do this you're telling the truth wouldn't they be have pretty much a built-in lie detector i mean I, I i don't know yeah. i i just i just have a hard time i on a regular tv show or a movie i can kind of i, I can accept it a bit more than i can with this and and it, you know i'll, I, I'll, I'll give I'll not you know but anyway that's so that's just I, I was okay with it eventually i i that's just a little piece of it that i had a little problem with but the only thing I, I would knock the I can knock the Clone Wars a little bit on um, in so far as I think that there's a lot of there's a lot of lip service given to the dark side clouds everything but and and that's and that's they're out they can always true go back you're right to that oh say, the dark side's clouding it oh the dark side's right, doing so, I mean, it it's, it's all the dark yeah, sides and I think, yeah 
and I think we, we and I think um, these these new episodes that we're talking we're going to talk about are are have really show that I think you see Palpatine's influence over what's going on is so profound and so ingrained that even when the Jedi the Jedi figure it out that they're being had they're screwed because they they have no they have no recourse they don't know what to yeah, do yeah I do like and, how they did that I think they did a great job and they did quite a bit of it in in the last. Um, season six but i do like yes. the fact that that it was very it was like a, he was like a masterful you know manipulator you know yep. palpatine i mean the way he yep. put all these little pieces into place it was like they were being herded down a corridor they just didn't realize it you know what i mean yep. they're yep. Uh, i'm gonna run down real quick i i did it at the beginning i kind of skipped over as we were just blathering through all the other seasons and episodes but I'm going to run down, you know, all the, uh, let's see, season two was from October 2009 to April 2010. That ran for 22 episodes. Season three was also 22 episodes from September. It was pretty much mostly during the TV season, you know, is what they did. September to April, September 2010 to April 2011. Season four, also 22 episodes, September 2011 to March 2012. Uh, Season five, 20 episodes, a little shorter and from September 2012 to March 2013. And when we got to season five, we all went, well, you know, Ahsoka left the, the order. There, you know, it, it just kind of ended, and we're all like, and then, of course, with all the talk about new Star Wars movies coming, you know, and there was a whole mishmash of information, but basically everybody was told, well, that's it, Clone Wars is done. And there Cancel was these me, little yeah. talk of, like, a few episodes were done already, and... And, you know, Cartoon Network, it was being basically canceled or whatever, but they had this. Mm-hmm. And then they talked about, oh, uh, well, maybe we'll show these or well, these will come out like on DVD or Blu-ray sometime or maybe some other way or whatever. And it kind of, it got, you know, lots of little talk here and there. And then, I don't know exactly when it officially came out, but then it officially came out that there is a season six. Uh, it's going to be 13 episodes, and we're going to show it all on Netflix, and yep. it's going to all come out all at once. So uh, I'm going to play a a trailer to the last season, also called The Lost Missions, season six of The Clone Wars, and this is what we're going to talk about for the rest of today's podcast going through these episodes. So uh, here's the trailer. When we come back, we're going to talk about them. So a little warning here. If you have not watched season six and if you worry about spoilers of any kind, uh, we are going to talk about these episodes in a little depth, uh, although I think you could still enjoy them. I don't think there's anything uh, too dramatic here that, that will would ruin your, uh, your viewing of them. So uh, we'll be back in a moment. Yoda, my old friend, it is I, Qui-Gon Jinn. The voice I hear does not come from within, but speaks from beyond. You must complete what I could not. Come to Dagobah. The answers you seek are here. secret from us, Cypher DST. How this was done, we know not. Yet now, a new piece of the puzzle we have. It seems he's had some sort of breakdown. 
He doesn't seem to remember what happened. Protocol 66 must not be discovered by the Jedi. Yes, Lord Tyrannus. Our garrison has been attacked by the Separatists. I'm afraid I'm trapped. Senator Amidala, you are under arrest for espionage. You must face the gravest of journeys to Morgon, the ancient homeworld of the Sith. Down! Thanks. It wasn't you I wanted to save. is stretching it even for you, sir. Rax, you're beginning to sound like Obi-Wan. Hello, CT5555. No clone uses that number. I am Fives. Call me Fives. The difference is minimal. Not to me. And not to any clone. All right, we're back. Uh, season six, the Lost Missions, Brian. And yeah, so I mean, and I think <laughs> I think before we start, we just, let's 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 acknowledge that distinction. It's, they call it season six, but they also call it the Lost Missions. I think there was an in, I think intentionally that these thirteen episodes were were just simply likely episodes that were closest to completion at the time of the cancellation of the of the show after Disney acquired Lucasfilm. And I think by calling it the Lost Missions. It gives them a little bit of an out to say, listen, there's only 13. There's not 22. There, you know, mm -hmm. you're probably not going to see any more with Ahsoka. You're probably not going to see what's going on with Daniel, with Boba Fett. You're probably not going to find out what happened with all of these sort of outs or Darth Maul even. There are a lot of outstanding issues that are not going to be resolved because the show is not continuing. And these episodes are self-contained stories in and of themselves, story arcs, and there are four of them in total divided amongst these 13 episodes. But I think that's important because I think some fans had an expectation like, oh, great, when's Ahsoka coming back? And it's like, no, no, no. Yeah. Not. That was her ending. That's it. That's, yeah. that's how this show was I think was once you put. see them, and I think if you understand that, it's a very good point. I'm glad you, you, glad you mentioned it because I have to admit I'm, I'm someone that – I kind of heard a little bit of that, but there's part of me that was hoping, oh, maybe they were able to like go back and kind of tweak something, like, right. like you know, do a little two minute bit of, you know, I, even I told you when we first started uh, today to record, I don't think we recorded it, but uh, I said something like, you know, I, I just watched the last episode of, of season six this morning, you know, before yeah. I was trying to get these all under my belt, and I'm like, I'm, I'm like. Again, we we spoiler warned all this, so but I'm like, okay, come on, have have just sort of Ahsoka walk on there and say hi to Yoda and Anakin and say, hey, I'm doing okay. Here's my husband and blah blah blah. And here's I'm pregnant and you know what I mean. Well, kind of. You're right. We do. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk. But it's not quite what I was hoping. I mean, I have to admit, she would probably be out of all those characters. I mean, I was the one I was hoping would have gotten a little bit of of something. It's hard to know exactly what how much of these were you know it's like i don't think all 13 of these episodes the minute they said oh, okay well we're canceling the series these weren't done to the point they are here 
there's no way that that was the case. I think we, you know, the stories I was hearing, they had four or five or six maybe or maybe half of these at some stage. And and Mm -hmm. so they they obviously had to work on them whenever they got the go-ahead to say, okay, we'll make a a nice little group here. They're going to go on Netflix. There you go. Here, finish it off. So it makes me, when I... When I think about it that way, I go, well, couldn't you guys have slid in an episode, you know, because, but, you know, I understand they, that maybe they felt like they left it in a good spot and, and that's that. And I'm okay. It didn't really bother me very much at all. I mean, these things are very uh, kind of unique. And, and like you said, there's there's about four different little arcs here of mm-hmm. story and, and they're good. I mean, they're really interesting and good yep. episodes for the most part. And, and I'm glad we got them. I mean, I'm really glad yeah. that uh, we were able to uh, to get more more Clone Wars. I mean, I'd, I'd watch this series, you know, for the next five years of it even. So My understanding was that once that once the show was canceled, that the voice actors never returned to really record dialogue. I don't think they were ever brought back. So that would incline, makes me inclined to think that these were – that quite a few episodes were in various stages of completion – and it only required them to basically bundle and finish off um, some arcs that they felt were important, that they felt had a lot of value that yeah. they could go through. Um, so I, I that, at least that's the impression I kind of get by, based on what we what we have mm-hmm. and what, what we got in these. Yeah, it's 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 certainly a nice little um, bonus to me. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, when I heard that they were canceling it, it, it kind of surprised me a bit. You know, I thought that the series was good. I thought it was doing well, and I thought there was a lot of things still left undone and unsaid so i was like surprised and i knew you know they've got this rebel show that they're doing you know they said oh we're gonna do rebels and that's coming you know next fall and all this and we want to kind of put a put you know that's our our new animated show so and then they're focused on the movies and they want to kind of i think clean the slate and and end talking and and doing anything in the prequel era Mm -hmm. you know they're moving like 30 years out past episode six so right. you know they they're like okay we're done with the clone wars that's it so yeah. Uh, yeah. so anyway the yeah let's go through I, I think we can do a more just in the arc uh, phase so the first arc is about the clones and specifically a a, a uh, clone uh, trooper who who tup, tup yes tup, tup mr tup or whatever his buddy fives <laughs> who yep. uh, there's a battle in, in the early part of the first episode of season six that uh, uh he he kills a jedi he kills a jedi during a battle he he just pretty yep. much shoots her in the back basically right and yep. uh, and it's like what the heck you know everybody's like uh you know w- w- what you're on our side you know and and so this creates this little arc of them trying to find out you know they they capture him they put him you know, into, uh, you know, medical exams and all these other things. They run him back to Camino to say, yeah, you know what? You gave us a deflect- defective clone here. Uh, where would we get our money back? Uh, you know, so <laughs> and, and Fives, his buddy, goes with him. And so that starts this whole little bit of an arc to, as an audience, we know, we kind of suspect, and then it comes out that, oh, well, in the future, in episode, in the future at this timeline, you know, with Order 66, the clones are somehow, you know, programmed to kill the Jedi. You yeah, know. yeah. But it, something it, happens it, to this guy who basically makes that order kind of click into play, you know, and I think, ahead you know, of time. After, when, when Order 66 is, is activated in, in, by Palpatine in Episode 
three, you know, we all, a lot of people wondered, well, how is it if they've been, if these clones have been fighting alongside these Jedi generals for all of these years during this war and are so loyal to them? And, the, and certainly the Clone Wars series, you know, between with Fives and Cody and Rex, I mean, you see the relationship that they oh, have. Oh, yeah, they're with friends. The Jedi. I mean, they're, yeah, they're, they're definitely, they're, they're not, they're, they're, you know, they've saved each other's lives, they've fought side by side, and then bang, all of a sudden they turn and, and start killing the Jedi right next to him. Yeah. Yeah. And so suddenly now we now we have an answer as to how it is they can do this without even being aware of it. And, you know, some people have thought it may be it was programmed into them. But in reality, it's, it's a biological chip that that all of them have been implanted with that once this order is activated, that they have no choice. They simply they simply it's like a Manchurian candidate kind of thing. They simply yeah. come. They, they, they activate the them and, and they have right. no choice. They they've just been it, it's it, it's part of their their genetic makeup at that point and there it's mm. not even like they've been brainwashed it's just part of what the Camino people through Dooku and Palpatine have ordered them to do Basically, and what's interesting yeah. is that we we learned that number we, well, number one we learned that how how deeply involved Dooku is with the development of the clones and the relationship with the Kaminoans how how deep the how deep the Kaminoans are in regards to their relationship with with both Dooku and Palpatine and the separatists as, right they're basically yeah. they they've been they've been hired by them to make these clones the way they want them and they they uh-huh. these episodes show very much that uh, that they're covering the whole thing up from the Jedi right you know, and, that, but they but they but they still they they'll still say that they they were the Jedi Zyphodius you know requested the clone army yes and you can see that they're being they're being played but they don't care you know i look at the comedians not as good or bad they're just opportunistic they're just yeah. simply no they're 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 like the ferengi i mean they're yeah. they're, they're yeah. just there basically you pay us you get what you want and and right. and and the what we give you is is the uh uh you know these pre-programmed to kill uh clones and you know eventually Tup, uh, you know, they go back and forth with a few episodes, fives, who I, which I thought was really good. I mean, it just shows a clone that goes well above and beyond just following orders. He's yeah. thinking independently. He's trying to find out what's wrong with his friend. He goes through this whole process. He finds out that this little, imp, you know, chip thing implanted in there is what caused him to do this. It wasn't him. And, you know, he's blaming the Camino people and, and, and all, all that. And then he eventually gets, he's got this little buddy robot uh, yeah, whatever uh, he T or T Z or whatever, and he pulls the little the little genetic thing out of his head, right? And and he says, you know, I don't want that thing inside me. I don't want me to go nuts and do things I'm not. I don't want to do. And oh, and what a great what and once he's once he's once Fives is brought back to Coruscant at three because and what's nice about these episodes is you finally see Palpatine's plans not working out so great. All of a sudden he's got a problem. He's got to fix it. So yeah, well, yeah, yeah, and it happens a couple times throughout these last episodes here where where it's like uh, you know, hey, something's going on here. We need to. They can't find out about Order sixty six yet. I'm not ready for that. So but then it's it's chilling when Fives is alone with with the chancellor in that in that medical 
Bay. Oh where, yeah, yeah, exactly. Where Darth he sort Vader. of lets the lets the the hood down, where the, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, he he you don't you don't see it. It happens off screen. But he tells Fives exactly what's happening, and it, it's one of those one of those incredible moments where it's like, oh my god, you know. And yeah. it's just like when when Dooku says to Obi Wan in Attack of the Clones that the Senate is under the sway of a Sith Lord. Nobody believes him. He's telling him the truth, and it's like, oh my god, there are so many opportunities here that the Jedi yeah. could have gone. Hey, wait a minute. Yeah, that, no, that's that's always that's always a f- another fun one in TV and movies where they basically are telling you exactly the truth, but <laughs> but it's so unbelievable to you that right. you go, well, well, you're obviously lying. Yeah, it's Anakin like, when 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 Fives is about is it gets Anakin to and and Rex I guess to go and meet him in that warehouse at the end. You know, he tells him the truth. Anakin won't believe it because Anakin. The, the the chancellor is his friend, his mentor, yeah. his father figure. Yeah. So he can't beat the bad guy, and there's that's just no there's no way. And it's it is really chilling when when Fives dies uh, when he makes that comment about how the dreams are over. Like, are the yeah. clones literally when they're asleep? Are they dreaming? about killing the Jedi and waking up going, why am I dreaming these horrible things? You know, yeah, it's, it really, it's I wasn't very sure chilling. what that was supposed to be, if it was just other voices in his head. You're right, that's a good point. But uh, That's what I thought it was. Yeah. I took it that they were actually, that the chip had, you know, that their minds were, were, were having this realization in their sleep, in their subconscious. And, you know, it's just, it just was a very like, oof, boy, man, that, that, makes, that makes him more, even more sympathetic. And it's like, boy, these poor, these poor people, you know, are having to go through this. And, yeah. you know, and, and yeah. you see their relationship with, with Chalk T in these episodes, you can see how she's conflicted about whether the clones are property. I mean, there's a whole argument between the Kaminoans and Shakti about who owns these guys, you know? Right, like, right. She's like, oh, well, they're, they're, you've got to listen to me because they were, you know, they, they belong to the Jedi, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. We're the generals, we're the army the running the running the show here. And, and uh, you know, the, the I don't know who the head Camino in is that goes with him. I can't remember, but oh, that doctor, the, the doctor yeah. was pretty right. much lying through their their long neck, and, uh, mm-hmm. and but but they're no no, you know they that's <laughs> not true, and uh, yeah. you know but uh, you know shock T. I like the fact that we got to use that character a bit more too. Yeah, so uh, oh, she looked great. Boy, the, the the animation on her was terrific. She looked yeah. Really no, great. they've uh, you know they, these are these you know one overall thing. I mean, I, I think five was you know season five was great too. But I mean, the animation, like we were talking about already, that you know, just just really, really well done. I was even noticing in the the last arc in this season with Yoda, you know, his hair is even wafting in the wind, you know, different mm-hmm. times on the different places he visits, and so. Um, but yeah, that's that was a good arc. I really liked that first arc. I thought that was really interesting. It was a great idea to have, uh, you know, this this Order sixty six thing kind of malfunction, or you yeah. know, really a. It made perfect sense to me. I'm like, how, how could that not happen with all these clones that are running around, you know, sure. hundreds and thousands of them running around with this thing pre-programmed in them? And I'm like, you know, it, 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 it's like a defect in anything else. I mean, it's going to come out. Something's going to trigger that or whatever, and yep. uh, and they have to cover it up. So, yeah, it, it was it was good. It was kind of, you know, it it, it, it kind of brought home to me to this, this idea of these clones are real people and 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 human beings or whatever they're you know and the fact that they've all been programmed to kill basically their their yeah, their buddies yeah. at, at the end of it all so yep um and then the next arc was what I, what I affectionately call you know the 
the the the boring banking arc. <laughs> well, I don't know if it was so boring, but it was you know the banking arc of, hey, guess what? Wars take money, so uh, so Padme. This is the also the 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 the, the jealous uh, Anakin Padme you know triangle with Rush Clovis coming back yeah. uh, and going to the the point of it is is that. Um, the banking clan, you know, the um, the, moons. the moons, right? The moon people, I guess, are, are do they run the whole thing, or are they just the main? That's, I mean, is it just I, that one species? The moon, the, no, the, you know. Well, the moons, the moons, I think, are the head of the banking clan that's okay. referenced in in episode two, and I think, I think you would liken them to like, um, oh, I can't, I can't remember from in Dune, who are the ones with all the money. Um, they had a clan that had money, but anyway, the, you're um, right. Yes. So I think I, I take that's why I take it. I think I take it that they have been. There's obviously by the other government. other probably people species whatever that involve work with the banks. Well, Clovis for one, he's not a moon, but he's no uh, right. But he's been he's been retained by them to 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 work as part of their as an intermediary. But right. yeah, that's that was sort of the way I took it. That the, but the moons for, for all intents and purposes are the are the ones you go to for loans and for, yeah, and they are basically financing both sides. They are financing Correct. the yeah. the you know the the separatists and, and, and the and, republic. Yes, and the republic. So they're they're giving money to both. Although there are some questions and debates that come out in this series of episodes where you know, well, the separatists have borrowed a lot of money, but you're not making them pay it back and they're not paying the interest or whatever, blah blah blah. Right. You're, you're kind of favoring them. And you know, you what, you know, you should be giving us that it should be equal and so Padme goes there to uh to to sort of figure out what's going on, I guess, in in essence and and uh, you know, say, you know, what 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 do you guys what do you what are you bankers doing here? Come on, mm-hmm. and this is and this is again this is this is Palpatine's efforts, and he succeeds yes. in bringing the banks the banking control to him. So he's now he sets this whole thing up as a, as a means to an end, so that he can control the purse strings for the entire galaxy. Right. right. So what they basically do is they use Clovis as a as a you know a a, a dummy or a whatever dupe. a dupe. Yeah, yes, dupe him, yeah. and and they get him put into you know, into uh, a position of power, you know, the, the leader of the whole banking clan. And, mm-hmm. and so then, you know, Dooku and, and behind Dooku, Palpatine, put their stooge in place, you know, in, in, in the bank and then say, oh, you know what? Well, now that I'm here and he, you know, it was difficult to him get in there because he had some ties to separatists before. So the, you know, the Republic doesn't really trust him anyway. Yep. And Anakin, of course, throughout all this with Padme and everything like that, you know, he's kind of pissed off and he's like, you know, I don't trust that guy. Of course, I don't trust him because, you know, he's obviously after you, Padme, and you're my wife. And even though I, no one knows that, but and yeah, you never really Padme. see Padme and Anakin together, too, which is one of, I guess, if I had to put a little list of pa- on paper of what I, you know, was was I wish they would have just done a little bit more with the two of them, you know, yeah, occasionally. I, I mean, it just doesn't really come out very much no, at, it at all. And, and, and I mean, I think, you know, and I think I think in this episode, actually, Padme comes off looking a little uh, a little bit of like a harlot. I mean, she she literally I mean, that little dinner scene with her and Clovis. <laughs> and it's like, hey, you're a married woman. What are you doing? I mean, it was, yeah, it was, you it, know, her outfit's it, a little bit. Yeah. I'm, yeah. It, I. And then Anakin comes in and just well, I think wails. at that point wasn't that Brian after after they had kind of had a little bit of a fight though anyway when Anakin yeah, said I don't yeah. want you going off with him to the planet and I don't want right. you doing dealing put somebody else in in you know you know as being his you know a, a Republic representative here it doesn't have to be you and 
So they, they were kind of having a little a little tough. So, uh, but but then when he comes in and and, and loses it, and oh, that was a great Elvis. fight. I mean, that, oh my I, God. <laughs> he's like, don't I be mean, a Jedi here, and they're fighting, and he, and oh at one point gosh. I think Clovis hits Anakin's you know fake hand, and it's like, oh, yeah, you yeah. have a you have a metal hand, don't you? And uh, even cool. without your Jedi powers, and yeah, no, it's cool that that Anakin was willing to 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 just face a mano a mano and not have to use the Force. But then again, he does use the Force. He just you know at the, well, he starts, then he just gets yeah, throw you across the room, you know, whatever. Right. So uh, but, yeah, anyway, that was that's that. I think that shows a lot about the dysfunction of Anakin and Padme's relationship. Oh obviously. sure, and it shows and and the personal dysfunction of Anakin as 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 a as a person who has all this power. I mean. And that's, I think, one of the more important things that de- definitely comes out of this episode. Yeah, it, they, they deal with it a little bit finally that, that this guy, you know, and, and, it, and it works in terms of how he handles when um, he, in, in Revenge of the Sith. It ties right yeah. into that with with like, what are you doing here with Obi-Wan on this lava planet, by the way? You know, it's like, yeah. Anakin, I don't even know you. You know, it's, it's just like, uh, you know, but, uh, you know, he's choking her and choking his pregnant wife. That's a good, that's always good. So, uh, oh, yeah. but yeah. anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah, so this Clovis, he gets, he's, he, he basically, it, it completely messes up uh, the, the banks. He gets put in charge, and event- eventually it, it all backfires. Dooku's kind of there in the, in the last episode of that arc, and it becomes um, it just becomes obviously a, a way for the Chancellor to gain more power for Palpatine yeah. to. You know, well, they're like, okay, well, this guy's not good, so we're going to put you, Chancellor. We're going to give you some more power. We're going to put you in charge of the banks. And it's yep. like, oh, well, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> well, if you insist, uh, okay. And then, uh, but I'm, I promise to give back control when this is over. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. So, yeah, he's a master manipulator. It really comes out totally. here and uh, comes out real well. Um and then uh, the next arc is the Jar Jar arc. It's only it, it's only a couple of uh, a couple of episodes, but uh, but it's yeah, it's Jar Jar and Mace off uh, on this place called Bardada, I think. Bardada, yeah. Yeah, and uh, it was okay. I mean, they got uh, what Ahmed Best back doing Jar Jar. Misa, you best friend, Misa Mace. You know- <laughs> I mean, putting Mason and Jar Jar together just seems like the most ridiculous thing, but it actually it works well. And, and I, you know, I think it's I think like they're Sam... a straight man. He's like it, it, it's like they're the odd couple, where Mace totally. is like and... the very serious Jedi, you know, and uh, and and Jar Jar's with him. Yeah, so much so I think I think I think Mace Windu as a character was so poorly realized in the films by George. He had Samuel Jackson playing this character, and what does he do? He makes him the most boring Jedi. <laughs> Ever and it's like wow that was such a mistake. But this, these two, these episodes actually made Mace a lot more interesting and fun yeah. for me as a character. Um, and I, and let's I mean let's face it what these episodes it's it's Star Wars doing Temple of Doom. It is so Temple of Doom. You're right. Every, it is. You know right. so much about it. I was, I'm watching and going. Why does this remind me of Temple of Doom so much? Oh and God, they're pulling they're pulling the force out of them. Yeah, so it's like yeah. pulling the heart out of someone. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, it is very. I mean, it, it, even in as much as they're sliding down things, you know, like the mine ride in Temple of Doom. I mean, yeah, it's very Temple of Doom. And this, and, and you're right. These, these, these is two episodes, right? These two episodes, the disappeared part one, and part two, basically, you know, don't don't really advance the overall story. And you know, these are these are both written by uh, John Rinsler. 
I see wrote, this. Yeah, I'm reading yeah, that. Yeah, wrote both of them. yeah. So, it, but I think, but, but I, you I get to guys. see you get to see Jar Jar kiss though. So I mean, <laughs> oh, you know, God, I don't even want to imagine what that's like. <laughs> <laughs> he kisses uh, his girl. His uh, what? What's her name? Uh, Julia. Oh, Julia. Yeah, like that that Julie. was funny to me too. You have all these crazy weird names. And, and this alien uh, of this of those Bardata people, her name is what's her name? Julia. Julia. Oh, <laughs> and speaking of, of of weird designs, the guard, the little guards that she had she had around her reminded me of those little dudes in Halo, that the little um, um, the little guys that that go oh, and they're always like kind of goofy, and you shoot them. Yeah, they're 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 like the little like they're like the little guys even in Toy Story. Those little you know they're always these little guys that are just around and they're like. Yeah, what are you doing here? Okay, yeah. So yeah, that's just remind me. Yeah, they were yeah, okay no. episodes. I mean, like I said, I, I, it could have probably been smushed into one episode, maybe even. But, um, but anyway, well, they... here, but here's what I, here's what I think they were trying to accomplish with this episode, and I think it, they failed in the, insofar as they they brought back the they brought back the Night Sisters. So they they bring, oh they, right, she's in there. Yep, yes, right. So they bring her back, but I don't feel like we get a really good resolution as to what is going on with the Night Sisters, what they're all about. Yeah, yeah there's, there's all this collecting of the force. There's all this, you know, what's it going to do? You know, there are all yeah. these little force bubbles around, you know, floating mm-hmm. like, like uh, you know, soap bubbles in the air. And yeah. Yeah. So I think, I think, I think that was maybe they were hoping to tie that up a little bit, but it really, I don't think that was very effective having the Night Sister come back. But, you know, I think, but I like the, the Night Sisters, like we said in the, in, the, in the previous seasons, they were handled great and they provided a really interesting, the mysticism, the magic. Um, but Mother Talzin here kind of goes nowhere. She appears, um, they fight, and yeah. she says, I'm, I'm, I don't really exist. I'm an illusion. And Mace and she, is like, yeah. oh, there's, you know, that's, I know that, I, that may have not been as very, that wasn't very effective. So, and then we get to the final set of, uh, I guess it's four episodes, kind yeah. of one is sort of a, I, I think sort of sets up the other ones, but the, um, this involves um, Yoda and the Jedi Master sifo who they're now finally investigating because they got some kind of signal or something. About time. Basically, his ship crashed on this planet. You know, there's an alien yep. chasing him. <laughs> he spits acid. You know, that, <laughs> that part reminded me of Alien, though. You know, they're they're go, they're combing through this this ship on this moon, and, and it's dark, and there's dirt everywhere, and it's been sitting there a long time. I'm like, okay, is an alien gonna pop out here? What what's going on? You know. So they're ser- well, searching think- for Sifo-Dyas, who is this yeah. Jedi of old, who uh, Obi Wan had been told was was who had commissioned the clone army. He was. Would, I mean, yeah. that's that's exactly right. I mean, what we learn in this episode, and I thought I thought as this was a fascinating episode because at the end of this episode, the Jedi Council have come to complete realization that number one, Sifo Dyas ordered the clones, but that. Darth Tyrannus is Count Dooku. They're one and the same, and he was involved with this. And and he, so you can imagine that Sifo-Dyas and Dooku together went to the Kaminoans to order up these clones, or that Dooku influenced Sifo-Dyas to go and do it by convincing him, just like he tried to do with Obi-Wan in Episode 2, that, you know, hey, we need to prepare for this eventual war that's coming with the dark side. Um, yes. You you know you're in touch with the living force. You're like you're like the Qui Gon of of you know of ten of, of of this period. And it wasn't that long. I mean, Sifo Dyas dies 
10 years before the events of episode, of episode one. Right, so, and that was sort of playing into the, you know, it t- it's going to take us, like, you know, a decade to get this these clone army going. You know, right, they, they're, they're not the instant growth. grow. They're not quite right. instant grow. They grow faster, They they but it, it takes a little bit. So they played it into, yeah, we're going to need an army. So, yeah, it, it was great where they basically, the Jedi become aware of that they're being basically, they're being played by both sides that mm-hmm. that their they, own you know someone one of their own a jedi goes to get this clone these clones going along with dooku who's on the yeah. other side of things and so you're like wondering well what the heck why why so would they, why would that happen you know when you think about it and 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 you you get you got to conclude you're being completely manipulated you know uh, and, and and it's this at the end i mean they even say in the jedi council and yoda says that they realize that 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 their enemy has potentially was the one who created the army that, that they're using to fight. And then if you think back to the, the Order 66 issue from the first four episodes, it's like, oh, my gosh, put it together, guys. I mean, this is... Well, right, they've, they've created an army, but an army with a kind of a built-in kind of like, you know, safety feature in a uh-huh. way for them, for at least their side, for what they want to do, which is con- yep. conquer everything. And it's like, yeah, we're giving you these clones, but they're kind of defective. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So when we get you on the ropes, then we're gonna pull that switch, and bang, it's gonna be over. You know, in yeah. other words, like, yeah, uh, yeah, you could have some of these guys to play with, but uh, yeah, that's not gonna help you in the long run. So, uh, yeah, that was, it was. I thought, that, I thought that as one episode that you can just watch that and be like, that it it informs and fills in so much about. How the how the clones came to be and and how and what state the Jedi were in as far as what they knew leading into the events of Episode Three. You yes. Know? Yeah. And and this that that leads Yoda on his what I call Yoda the Yoda um, walkabout. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yoda's walkabout. That's what I that's what I would have called the last like three episodes where Yoda is um, he's meditating and he hears Qui Gon Qui Gon Jinn, who um, was actually voiced by Liam Neeson. Mm-hmm. Th- that I uh, I found out. I said, man, he really sounds like Liam Neeson. If that's not yeah. Liam Neeson, this guy needs to be hired by Liam Neeson to do his <laughs> like looping or something. And it was Liam Neeson. Actually, there's about four or five of the actual actors that do the voices throughout the Clone Wars. Uh, C-3PO, Anthony Daniels yeah, does all his right. stuff. Um, but um, but anyway, so Yoda hears uh, as he's meditating. Here's Qui Gon. And it's like, well, what the heck? Qui Gon's dead. How can that be? And yep. uh, and and this is, you know, of the era and the time where the Jedi and Yoda, you know, being pretty much top dog Jedi, still is unaware of this ability of of, of Jedi to sort of live on in the, you know, what do they call it? They they say the living force, and then and then what? The cosmic, cosmic. force. The cosmic uh, the force. The cosmic force. Which is a very comic book term, by the way. Yeah. So, but um, it's, it, it's it's less so that it's more that that if you are if you are you're in the living force, you're that's a, all living things are part of the living force. Yes. All things that have moved on are part of the cosmic force. The force, the the ability to retain some sense of of consciousness or physicality within the if you've already moved on to the cosmic force, that's the trick that Qui-Gon figured out that he's yes. now going to try and teach Yoda. Right. He's, he's, he's like communicating him to a little bit. The Jedi council thinks he's pretty much, Hey, Yoda's kind of losing it here. Uh, what, what's mm-hmm. going on? And uh, Yoda sees the, tr- he sees while he's in that minute, that, that, uh, altered States chamber thing with the floating in the, in the right. Back that's the a good way to put it. The altered States yeah. chamber. Perfect. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think you and I, I the think floating you and I are the only ones who know that reference and remember that movie. But <laughs> maybe, anyway. uh, maybe, 
<laughs> Maybe, but, but yeah, he's know, floating he, in the in the in the ta- in the tank with his little you know in his little Yoda shorts and yeah. Uh, <laughs> but he has he see he sees Order sixty six happen you know in a well he sees montage. the Jedi being basically wiped out you know yeah. I, it, it's I, I didn't watch that part over and over again but he he sees a few things he hears a few things he, he sees Sidious. Yes, he sees Sidious. Well, he, you know, Sidious, Sidious who has the permanently must be glued to his head, you know, hood that never moves, <laughs> even when they're fighting in the last episode. Um, but, uh, but anyway, yeah, Yoda sees things not going so well for them. Basically, yeah. things things are going down a bad bad path, and yeah. uh, so then, so you know, Yoda's trying to learn how, you know. You know, because Qui Gon, it's not like they sit there and have a long conversation. It's not working very well. So he sets off to learn how he how he can, you know, communicate better and how he could maybe do this if if somehow he he dies. You know, in other yep. words, how he would be able to live on through the Force. Yeah. And then you know he goes on the Yoda walkabout and and, well, and Qui Gon. Go ahead. He enlists Anakin. He enlists Anakin for help, which is which I thought was a nice a nice ending to anakin's right because he tells him something like well (laughs) you kind of don't listen to things you know because the jedi council is like trying to kibosh this whole thing you know say yoda you need to just kind of like take some rest maybe go to the old jedi home you know whatever let us handle things or and and he tells anakin what is he he tells him something like well you don't you know follow orders you do not or something like that so um, yeah it's cool it's they have have a cool rep they have a cool back and forth and uh and it's it's fun to see that but yeah no yoda yoda goes and and again getting back to something we mentioned we talked about earlier is that i think this was dave and george's opportunity to fix the force and fix the fact that the force got a little cheapened uh in episode one and they never got enough time to go back to that in the film so here after the mortis trilogy and after all that's been going on here's a chance to sort of put a bow on it and say okay this is what the force is and it isn't these it isn't just a little midichlorian right it isn't that that's a piece of it but that's not that's not the only aspect to it right yeah so they makes it brings that sense of wonder that sense of mystery Mm -hmm. back to the force um, yeah which is great you know and and they do it in in a fascinating way i mean so yoda travels to well he travels to the goes to dagobah well he goes to dagobah right and has his cave experience which i thought was was awesome to me for a couple of things one i i'm I'm guessing you probably picked some of this up and i noticed it a lot in these last few episodes i actually noticed a lot through season six but these last few they pulled in a lot of music from you know the classic yoda music the classic darth vader music at different points in time throughout this and, probably and, because, you know. probably because, honestly, because they got the order to finish these episodes at the last minute, and they, the Kiner, you know, Kiner's the guy's name does the orchestration for the Clone Wars. Probably just they just didn't have time. They're like, we we don't have time. Well, for I'm kind of glad they did because it really made it kind of special. I thought, yeah, you know, especially when he's on Dagobah, he goes to the cave, um, and and the you know everything that happens there. They play, you know, very. Uh, you know, even R two is acting just like R two does when he goes there in Empire Strikes Back. I mean, he's like yep. squealing in the ship, and they're like, "R two, just stay there with the ship on Dagobah." Just <laughs> just like Luke tells him. You know, I thought it was very reminiscent of of a lot of that. So, uh, yeah. But it was yeah, it was neat. Is like, oh gosh, Yoda's going to Dagobah. So maybe this is the first time he's ever gone there, and this is why he eventually you know settles in there. 
And There's clearly something about Dagobah that's. It's well, they say it's very it, it it's very rich in the Force. They say yeah, it's, there's like a lot of life Nexus. there, and uh, yeah, it, it it's it's a very special place, I guess. Like it's it's a special place, you know. <laughs> Everyone goes there. Well, yeah, actually, was, no one was, really goes there. That's what makes it special. So. Yeah, no, it was, it was great to see him go there, and then so then he gets sent off on in this this journey to the the source of life in the universe. I mean, now we're getting really mystical. Yeah, he goes to that weird little, like all the little, like, yeah, it's like a nebula looking thing or whatever. It's this big, you know, spot in space and he takes off. He's in one of those little Jedi ships that separates, which I I always, I think that was, I always liked that design, that idea of, well, here's a, here's a ship that flies through the galaxy, but to go down to the planet, we leave the galaxy spanning engine part in space. Oh, the, and, the, the yeah. hyperspace ring. Yeah, yeah, the little, the little. Yeah, I like that idea. So he always, you know, he's leaving like a lot of times R two out there, and then he goes down. He goes through that little. Yeah, and then he meets up with all these. I don't even know what to describe them. Well, you, you, know, know, what, you know what they are? They're 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 called the sages and the sages. I think, yeah, but there's about five or six of them, and they five, all have sort of different are. sort of personalities or aspects of the force you know one's kind of like goofy one's kind of sad one's kind of uh, distrusting of him you know they're 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 a little um they're 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 just like um they're like different almost pieces of a personality or brain in a way and and this is a this is this is actually from um greek comedy and tragedy plays yeah that it looks like it. well the, their faces are their faces yeah, have it, those it's you called know. The, it's called the chorus and the chorus yeah. would be people would wear these masks that would have a fixed expression on them and they and in the case and they of play the that here, personality or they play that part that's right who they, right yeah. that's what they are um in, in fact even in a star trek reference in the conscious of the king you know they're they, yep. true Meridian and his people have those masks but that's that's where this comes from and it's really interesting you know they have these blank expressions that are fixed in in you know happy joy there's joy there's sadness there's anger um all of these emotions and they sort of represent all the different as emotions that people have and are part of the force and yeah yeah and they may they send him on a test and they're testing him they're testing yoda to see if he can at the time when he dies or if he can become one with the force and be, and, and this is his by passing this trial yo this is where i think what we're, we're supposed to take away is that now yoda has figured out and how he can retain his his consciousness within the forest when he dies right and he doesn't just die see. die right? right and and you know a lot of it is they seem to be testing his his will and his his fear factor you know fear, he, yeah, he constantly they, comes up like i am yeah. not afraid you know in other words whatever fear he gets anger. they gets th- right you're right fear well, fear leads to anger anger leads yep. to f- whatever it is Eight. but um but yeah, they're constantly. He's kind of. They're basically trying to push his buttons in these yeah. trials. It's basically and they you know get, that they get, they get evil Yoda, evil Gollum Yoda to come and yeah, uh, Gollum Yoda them. exactly. Yeah, <laughs> Gollum Yoda is there. Yeah, and uh, tempting him with the ring, you know. So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, would, yeah, exactly. I mean, and he, Yoda gets a lot of temptations in this in this this arc. I mean, he they he he's shown. He's shown an, an idyllic version in the final episode when he goes to Moribond to the Sith homeworld. I mean, he he's shown. He's shown a, a version. It's like the Nexus from um, Star Trek. Yeah, um, it is very much Nexus-like. You know? Yeah, a, I thought about that for, too. Yeah, 
it's a place where everything's perfect. And you see that scene where he he walks into the Jedi Temple and Ahsoka is there and, and Dooku is there and he's a good guy and everyone's alive. Everyone's there and alive. And he's being tempted. You know, they're tempting him with this 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 fake reality. Hey, you can just stay here. It's all good. Yeah, it's, everything's you know, fine here. Just you don't need to learn what you're trying to learn or whatever. You do, you know, just stop. Just give up, basically. And then it turns out that all of this is also being manipulated by Palpatine. That Palpatine is 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 actually manipulating this and trying to get Yoda to to give in. Well, once he clue, yeah, Palpatine basically becomes sort of he senses what's going on through the Force. Right. So yep. then he gets Dooku. They they you know I don't know what it is. I guess it's they they say it's Dooku's close connection to Yoda because Yoda Correct, was his right. was his master, right? He taught him yep. as a Jedi. So they do the classic, you know, I don't know what it is about a drop of blood, but boy, you'd use a drop of blood for something and you can get anything done. So yep. he cuts he cuts Dooku's hand. He just like goes, I just need a little drop of blood and he goes, Slice. Yeah. Uh, really? You know. <laughs> so so he gets some blood from Dooku because they're, you know, Yoda and him are connected and they do their little their little force lightning into the this bowl or whatever of yep. blood and water yep. and, and so it connects the three of them. It connects yep. Yoda Dooku and, and Palpatine, Mercidius in this case, because yep. that's what Yoda keeps calling him, because he doesn't know he's really Palpatine still. Um, but um, And this is when Yoda learns that name. You know, he knows who the Dark Lord is. Yes, he knows this yes. is. Well, um, yeah, he knows that and uh, and, the, um, and they fight is ultimately yep. what it, it becomes very literal. Anakin's there. It looks like a mission. It looks like he's back on Coruscant. And yep. Anakin and some clones are, and Yoda are on a little transport, and they've said, "Hey, Dooku just came down. He's over here in this temple, along with you know the other one of the Sith. That there's only two, of course." And right. he said, "We can we can stop this war right here and now." And this is all, of course, happening just in Yoda's mind. And and they go there, and they see it's like they're still you know using this force in this bowl, and it becomes a big fight between uh, between Dooku. Uh, Sidious and Anakin and Yoda. Yeah. Yep. And eventually it becomes this choice, the classic choice of they're on this walkway and uh, there's a, you know, they're all lightsabering each other. I, I love, you know, watching Yoda fight. It's yeah, just, I know, it's great. He's just <laughs> swirling around, you know, he's in, he's walks like, you know, an old man with a cane half the time, but man, he pulls that lightsaber out and he can, he's like it's the Tasmanian devil. Yeah. So he's, he's fighting basically mostly uh, Sidious at this point. And Anakin's there too. Anakin gets knocked aside a couple times, and then the bridge gets chopped up a little bit, and Anakin's falling. And Yoda's got to like hold him up with the Force and also block, you know, the lightning that that Palpatine's shooting at him. Uh, and, and he's got to, you know, decide what to do. You know, am I going to save right. Anakin or am I going to stop Sidious? And of course, he yep. chooses Anakin, and and then you know that's that's that and then he kind of yep. wakes up and you've passed your test yoda there you go good for you go home now and uh <laughs> and then that's kind of wraps it up it, it's, it's worth noting that um that darth bane makes an appearance um on moribund and he's uh voiced by mark hamill oh yes 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 i forgot about yeah darth darth bane is uh pops up and yoda recognizes him as being yep. you know this this um the Sith of old who created yep. the rule of the two, you know, where the mm-hmm. Sith had been killing each other because they're all pretty much power hungry, crazy. So mm-hmm. when there are hundreds of them around, they just can't get along. But when there's only two, you have somebody who is the master and somebody's the apprentice. And yeah, I didn't realize it was Mark Hamill doing the voice yep. though. 
Yep, that's got, cool. That's got, cool. Brought him in to do the voice. I thought that was great. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I I, I didn't at all recognize his voice. I, I sometimes can, but he he can manipulate his voice pretty well. So I I, I don't always pick up when he's doing um when he does a, a quick one one-off thing if he does something right. for a long time i but uh but yeah i love this last few episodes with yoda i mean yoda is always a great interesting character i like even when they're examining him when uh you know they think he's kind of losing it or whatever and they're checking him out in the medical area and whatever the nurse lady or whoever she is uh you know i think you're okay but i don't really know that much about your species what are you again she said i mean she doesn't say it like that you know but it's like (laughs) no one really knows that much about him you know so yeah uh, yeah so she's like well i guess these readings are correct for you so um (laughs) you know but uh i don't know so yeah i like i like the end of uh of these and 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 they don't really do a whole lot of there's no big send-off or party at the end it's just kind of yoda standing there uh, I think Anakin walks by or something like that. Or is it Mace? No, I think it's just Mace and Obi-Wan with him at the very yeah. end. So, uh, and then that's the, uh, yeah, that's it for the Clone Wars. Yeah, I, I like the end, though. I like, you brought up some good points. I mean, it did bring to me a little bit more of the mysticism of the Force. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm kind of, a, you know, as we look to the future for, for Star Wars, I mean, I'm kind of hoping that 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 we get sort of that, sense of it you know again with the the new movies that that it's you know I, i'm inclined i'm inclined to think that jj had the same reaction we all did when the midichlorian thing came up kind of like oh really that's it huh? i think i think this is a, a wonderful opportunity for them to get back to that sort of you know that idea and especially now with you know with if luke's going to be involved in these new films and in, in, even if it's in a small way to to, to start him off you know yeah. what is he What's what is his relationship with the Force? Because he's he did Luke does everything that the Jedi Council and the and, and Yoda's Jedi's um, did wrong. He's willing to have attachment because attachment and love are important. And Luke realizes that the, the Jedi were wrong in trying to, to to keep that out of the order. And so all well, yeah. of the bad and yeah. all these bad decisions the Jedi made by maybe even just by being in order. I know I know a lot of people think that because of the maybe because of the books or because of some of the rumors that Episode Seven is going to have a new Jedi order. Maybe maybe Luke and I think I've, I recall George Lucas has sort of this that he never saw Luke rebuilding the Jedi Order because the Jedi Order had as an order was a problem. Jedi are better at being people off in the galaxy doing the best they can to solve people's problems. Like Kane well, you're saying through. in other words because Luke kind of had an un, un, like an unorthodox kind of uh, you know experience with it. You know, he started when he was much older and all of that. Mm-hmm. That there could be this new Jedi Order, but he wouldn't really be part of it. No, I just you mean know. no Jedi order. I think maybe oh. maybe maybe they realize that, ha- that having the Jedi be ordered together into a group is not a good idea. Maybe Jedi yeah, should just be possibly these. You know, I mean, there are so many ways they could go with it, but it'll, and it'll be great yeah. to see which direction. I'm not, and I'm not beholding to one idea or the other. I'm 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 in I'm in either way. But yeah, you know, it's just interesting to think about that. I think I know the that- thing that I would, I mean, you know, my my thinking is like we talked about earlier. I think in in the little bits they brought in the. You know, I know that they say, you know, they're not using really the books or the comics or any of that stuff. But over the years, you still I, they know about some of these things. And I think they can cherry pick and, and choose what they want. But, you know, sure. Luke and, and the Jedi have uh, in those areas like Luke, especially through some of the comics, even more. 
he kind of went dark a little bit at times. Mm. He, he said, well, I really need to know about this. I can't, you know, it's like, uh, you know what? I, I, I don't want to be an alcoholic, but I need to see what the appeal is. You know right. what I mean? You need it, right. so so he doesn't just like become this absolute. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm going to just you know stay away from, you know, these bad you know Sith type things or whatever. So right. in, in my mind, at least what they've done with him in the books and the comics over the years is that they've made him much more well rounded, and yeah. and much more able to deal with the realities of you know whatever the universe would throw at them. And I'm kind of hoping. Some of that comes out, and that the the what other if they're new Jedi or whatever they happen to be called, if they're that they're a little bit more equipped to deal with with stuff that goes on, right? Because I think yeah. you know one of the things obviously that messed up Anakin was this idea of not having you know love and personal attachments, but you got to think that if that was kind of okay, you know maybe <laughs> he would have been a little bit better able to deal with things. You know he wouldn't right. have been so crazy and. And messed up, basically, you yep. know. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be good to see what what they do with it. I think they've got a lot, and you know, I love the the whole Clone Wars series. I think they did a fantastic job. I think, you know, as a, as a little pitch, I mean, if there's anybody out there, I think Dan uh, mentioned it recently, which surprised me. I'm like, you know, he said something like Kenny has been visiting him over in the UK, and he's like, he mm-hmm. finally watched a couple episodes, and he said, I don't know what what was wrong with me. Why did I never watch this <laughs> stuff? And I'm like, yeah. I always say to people, you know, give something a chance. Don't don't at least. I'm fine if you give something a reasonable chance. You watch a few episodes uh, of, uh, you know, of it or or whatever it happens to be. You know, give it a shot. You know, I, you know, if you, you say you don't like a certain kind of food, well, you know, try a little bit of it before you decide completely. And then, yeah. But there's a lot of really good stuff here. There there's some. You know, they're not all great episodes, but there's nope. you know six six seasons of them. What what are we up to? Almost about a hundred episodes or so. Give, let's see. What is the? Oh, they got a whole numbering oh. system. So. We we got 120, yeah, 121 episodes total. So hey, you know, there's there's some really good stuff here, and uh, you really get to to see what you know war was like, what the clones were like, what the characters went through, um, and and it, and it really it works pretty well for the most part. I challenge anyone to watch this series in its entirety um, and go back and watch the prequels and not maybe find a little bit more in the prequels that's enjoyable i think it really helps helps the prequels a lot in oh terms yeah of when, yeah yeah you know and i think I, that that's, yeah. that's valuable i've said it many times i mean the the, I, I, the prequels I, I i'm pretty okay with i i i the only thing i always thought about the prequels the biggest thing for me was the missed opportunity of of an episode 3.5 basically yeah. you know a i i think i always feel like we got a little just a little disappointed a little short you know short sheeted on Darth being Darth, you yep. know, that's never really yep. been shown, you yep. know, Darth being Darth in, in, in the heyday of him, you know, in other yep. words, not old, broken down Darth in episode four, or even, uh, even though, he, you know, maybe doesn't seem too broken down for people, but he's pretty broken down yep, ultimately. Definitely. So, uh, you know, I, I would have preferred like an episode two, three, three point five. you know, like, right. okay, here's Anakin as a little kid, you know, 10 minutes of the movie. Okay. Now, now he's older, 10 years later. Or whatever, and let's move into what he's really like. Have him fall in in episode, you know, the middle episode, and then do do one with him. But it is what it is for now. And uh, yeah, but you get to see some of that here. You get to see his fall more, and you get to see some things. And um, and and who knows? I mean, I know Rebels is supposed to be you know between that era, right? Of of yeah. three to four, 
Will you it's get a new bad guy? I think it's eight. I think it's eight. Eight years before A New Hope is when it's um, sort of. So I, you know, maybe at some point in time, depending on how the series goes, maybe we will get a little bit of uh, of of our, the characters. You know, they seem to be avoiding it completely, almost like they're you know non-existent. You know, they've got right. a new bad guy. You don't hear any inklings of any of the characters that we know about. Uh, a young Leia or a young Luke, none of that stuff. They've got a whole new group. So, but maybe in a in a couple of seasons, if it continues, maybe we will get some. Uh, yep. And who you know, may, maybe they'll make a movie someday. You know, may, maybe we'll get a live action movie of that era. You know, these guys seem to be you know saying they're going to do you know it's going to be like Star Wars every year. I'll yeah. believe that when I see it. I I I I I I I wonder what I wonder about Brian is when that's going to happen. I wonder if we're going to get episodes like like seven, eight, nine before they get into this these one-off kind of ideas of movies. I, I don't know. What, what, what is your opinion? What? Do you think we're going to go a whole like three year or two years maybe between them at best of of, of seven, I, eight, I, nine before they start getting into these like Boba Fett movies, young Han Solo movies? Uh, what do you think? I, you know, I think I think that they've said that. It is, that's their intention is to obviously have seven, eight, nine come in two-year increments and have in, and have films in between. So you would literally, we're literally potentially looking at having Star Wars film content every year for the foreseeable future. Um, do I think they can do it? Yeah, um, I think that. Disney is capable is more than capable of capable of putting out a full big movie sure. every year. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They can, they can create the content. Would, you I mean, know, they'd have a not, whole basically separate crew on it. I mean, it'd be a whole yeah. separate group of people working on it fr- from yeah, all but, aspects. So, but obviously, you know, episode episode seven has been del- is delayed until the end of the year from, in 2015 for release. So yeah. it's given them a little bit more time that they can maybe set this up. And uh, so I'm inclined to think that they will th- that that is what they're going to do. We'll get a we'll get this. We'll, you know, we may not I think they get to it. that pace eventually. I don't know if we're going to get to it before like a s- episode seven, eight. I'm wondering right. if, if they'll be yeah, able to put the pieces together there. before that happens. Like, you know, maybe they, they don't want to, like, completely dilute the, you know, the the sort of, uh, I you know, growing up with the originals, there was something really special. I mean, even though it was a long time between, a long haul between those movies, I, I, I think it's a little bit, they got to be a little bit careful. If, if let's say, Episode 7 comes out and it's really well received, it's a great movie, and a year later, they put out like a, I don't know a Boba Fett movie. Is that the best play, or is right. it better to wait two years and put out episode eight and then maybe do a, a one-off movie or something? I don't know. It's, I don't know. Gonna, it's, it's a lot gonna, of things to, to decide about. But um, yeah, I mean, episode seven's gonna it's gonna sort of set the tone. You know, if the, if the if the community and if the fan base and if the new fan base that they're looking to develop is there and shows up and pays pays to put butts in the seats at movie theaters, then yeah, they'll they're gonna go. They'll be in for a penny and for a pound, no doubt. Um, yeah, yeah. Just like what they're doing with Marvel. I mean, Marvel is proving to be an incredibly rich and you know dynamic kind of universe and they are creating a lot of content i mean we're there's it, yeah they definitely are they're de- they're definitely they've got uh, they've got the right path they've got some interesting stories the you know they've done a pretty good job with these these i don't even see there's a difference there though the difference the key thing and it's a good thing to think about i'm glad you used the analogy and comparison yeah. or whatever they're connecting them though Mm-hmm. There, there's a, right. there's a difference. They're connecting all this stuff to a degree, 
And they're yeah. doing it not in a, a, a super tight way, but in enough of a way that they, they, they acknowledge what's happened with the other movies. They have things that play into that. They have things that they're setting up for, like things that happen in the Cap movie definitely set some tones up that are going to that are things that are going to be influencing in the next Avengers movie. So they're unlike this idea of star Wars where, well, we're going to have these episodes seven, eight, nine, but I, I I'm hearing and thinking that these other ideas for their one-offs aren't, aren't really going to be connected to that trilogy Good. of things. That's, that's my understanding. As so, well. I, I don't so think... I, you know, it's a different way of it doing is. it. It can both yeah, work. They can certainly do it and, and it'd be fine, but it's not quite the way Marvel has been um, has been playing it very much. Yeah, so that, that's a, that's a good point. But yeah, at we'll the end see. of the day, we'll have lots of good Star Wars content. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I I have to believe that it's it's going to be a lot of fun, and uh, I I think you know it, it is unfortunately the day of the internet. You know, back back when the originals were made, uh, I mean, the prequels that you know they were pretty much all over online. But man, there's just going to be. It's just going to be picked apart before it's even before it even comes out. I mean, it, yeah. it, it, it's amazing to me that that in maybe a month or so, a month and a half, I'm hearing they're going to start shooting. filming yeah. episode seven. But other than this idea, it's 30 years in the future from episode six. The main three are going to be back. Uh, we don't know anything. Nothing, we know nothing, nothing. <laughs> and that is incredible to me. It really is. That I mean, we don't even know. Do we even know one other? officially cast person we don't i don't think right we don't know anybody else cast nobody there's been a whole you know i I could write a whole page here of rumored names but uh but that is incredible to me that that uh, it's like how long can that go on i i don't know but uh not much longer i don't think no, we're gonna. I'm sure we'll have lots of great news to report soon. But uh, and it's fun. It's. I mean, it's so much fun to be a Star Wars. Fan yeah, again. and and we've. This has come up many times on the podcast. We've talked about it. I think. I mean, there there's the there's a balance of hey, it's the balance of the force, but there's a balance of secrecy versus what we what's released. It, it, right. to, to me, it's like the Godzilla movie. They're doing it the right way. Everybody knows yep. what Godzilla is. We're not going to completely hide them. We, you know, look, all this stuff gets wiped out. Yeah, he's going to wipe things out. How, how, do, how do you not know that's going to happen? So, right. I mean, you know, there, there's this. And then you go to the other end of it where, like, oh, no, he's not Khan. No, of yeah. course he's not well, Khan. I think J.J. learned his lesson. I think <laughs> He's he this other name. And I'm like, really? Yeah. Really? Who are you talking to here, people? <laughs> 30 year, you know, 30. What am I talking about? Almost 50 years. You know, 50 years of Star Trek. And you show a guy that, I mean, just like, he's Khan. He's obviously yeah. con. Come on, yeah. You know who, who are you talking to here? So just just embrace it to a degree, you know. Totally. So, um, but anyway, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Well, this has been a great time. I mean, I, it's yes. been fantastic to uh, to cover a, a, a real amazing, cool, fun series that you know maybe some people never even really you know tuned into. I I know I'm guilty a little bit of this. I mean, sometimes people will be like. Well, they didn't start watching, you know, and so they they're never going to. But now with Netflix, with DVDs, Blu-rays, you know, you can always get caught up on this stuff. So absolutely. Um, so we encourage everyone who, if you missed it, to get to give it a try. Yes, please um, give it a try. It. It'll it'll keep you uh, keep you with something to watch Star Wars wise at least until well until Rebels starts in the fall, and then until uh, you know we get episode uh, episode seven, seven, which is like you know from this fall it'll only be what at the end of this year it'll only be a year away right is that right am i doing the math december (laughs) that seems incredible to me now that i mentioned it they're only going to start filming it like in a month and and then a a year from this 
Christmas time, you know, we're going to yep. get the movie. Uh, that's wild to me. It's going to be sooner than the next Star Trek movie, you know, quite a bit probably. Yep. So, Absolutely. Which is Can't makes wait. me sad because I want more <laughs> Star Trek. You know? I know we do. <laughs> Uh, everybody clamoring for a new series. I mean, you know, it's it'll happen, but I I I think it's I think we got one more movie at least, and then I think we'll get back on TV. So uh, yeah, I, I, I think that. Well, I think, listen, hey, thank yep. you so much for including. I appreciate me in this conversation. it. I, thanks, yeah, Brian, no, and this uh, is so much fun. It was really it was a it. great fun, and uh, it was really good. We'll have to do this again sometime when we get another subject that uh, we both want. Maybe episode seven. <laughs> but you're uh, on. <laughs> all right, take care, my man. Take care, buddy. All right. Hey, everyone in Trex and Sci-Fi, thank you so much. Love you guys. Take care, everyone. All right. Yep. Uh, take care, everybody. Next week, uh, it will be, I think, Mark here with uh, Invaders from Mars. So take care, everyone. We're out. Bye-bye. See ya. See ya. Bye. Why are you doing this? The Council didn't trust me. So how can I trust myself? What about me? I believed in you. I stood by you. I know you believe in me, Anakin. And I'm grateful for that. But this isn't about you. I can't stay here any longer. Not now. The Jedi Order is your life. You can't just throw it away like this. Ahsoka, you are making a mistake. Maybe. But I have to sort this out on my own. Without the Council. And without you. I understand. More than you realize, I understand wanting to walk away from the Order. I know. <laughs>